0: Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise woman who built her house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teachings because he taught as one who had authority, and not as their teachers of the law. When I was a sophomore in high school, my algebra teacher was very strict. Not only did she have a rule against chewing gum, she had a rule against chewing. (laughs) My algebra class was right after lunch with the severity of an avenging angel, Ms. Garrison punished anyone who dared to bring food into the classroom. One day, I walked through the door of her classroom to find Ms. Garrison eating a granola bar. <laughs> Miss Garrison, I exclaimed. I thought no one was allowed to eat in this classroom. (laughs) I need to eat these, said my teacher, for my allergies. I found this highly unlikely. (laughs) And so I asked, what sort of allergy? I'm allergic, she said, to bee stings. Wow, that sounds like a very serious allergy. Something like that is probably on file with the school nurse. Yes, of course, agreed Mrs. Garrelson. It's on file with the school nurse. So then I said, great. I'll go down to the nurse's office and confirm your story. That's when I got my warning. If you leave this classroom, I will mark your absence as unexcused. I left the classroom. As I suspected, the school nurse scoffed at the medicinal qualities of granola bars. The nurse also said, I've never heard anything about Ms. Gerrelson being allergic to bees. Then she wrote me a pass back to my classroom and my absence was excused by authority of the nurse's office. In high school, I learned a little bit about algebra. (laughs) I learned a lot about navigating the structures of power and authority. (laughs) Ms. Garrison, God bless her, could have made this a very short story. In response to my original question, she could have said, shut up. I gave myself permission to eat this granola bar. I can do that because I'm in charge. (laughs) Maybe someday you'll be in charge. Then you can make decisions about who gets to eat the granola bar. Until then, sit down and get to work. In the hierarchy of the classroom, teachers are above their students. Ms. Garrison had the authority to place me in detention, had she chosen to do so. All the power of the North Clackamas School District was at her disposal. She had the power to dismiss my question without answering it. Instead, she pointed to an authority outside herself. She said, I have to do this because I am allergic to bees. Why did she do that? Why did she make up a story? I think it's because we are suspicious of power. Even when all the power is on our side of the table, we prefer to talk about authority. Authority feels more legitimate. When a police officer shoots a black motorist, we don't talk about police power. We talk about their authority. We validate the authority of police officers. When a drone strike kills a dozen bystanders, we don't talk about military power, we talk about military authority. They are fighting terrorism. Those bombs are legitimate. Even when we have power to act with impunity, we prefer to wrap ourselves in a mantle of authority. The difference is important. If we have sufficient power, we can impose our will on others. We can sweep aside the opposition. Power is the 500-pound gorilla. It acts without regard to others. Power is the coin of tyrants. That's what gives us pause. We can seize power but authority must be given to us. Authority requires consent. It's more delicate, it's more civilized. We only have authority if people believe we have authority. Do you see the difference? Miss Garrison wanted me to believe in the legitimacy of her authority when I wasn't convinced then she resorted to an assertion of power. If you leave this classroom, I will mark this absence as unexcused. But then it was too late. She had already shifted the focus of authority from herself to the nurse's office. For whatever reason, she lied. Miss Garrison said that her allergy was a matter of record at the nurse's office. I decided to verify her claim. (laughs) Why did I bother? (laughs) Teenagers are critical of people in authority. (laughs) We stand at the threshold of the adult world. We're on the verge of something new and we need reliable guides. And so we push against those who claim greater wisdom. Do they really know what they're talking about? Does the world really work in the way that we've been taught? As young adults, many of us grow disillusioned. We see that those in authority have feet of clay. As we grow older, we certainly learn that some people have power over us. They can take our money They can give us demerits. They can terminate our employment. Certainly we are subject to those in power, but we don't have to grant them legitimate authority. We don't have to see their authority as legitimate. Friends, I think many of us continue to operate according to an adolescent mindset we scrutinize everyone from pope francis to matt damon and we see that they are flawed in some way and on the basis of these flaws we dismiss them don't talk to me matt damon stop your mansplaining diversity to black filmmakers don't talk to me pope francis go tell your best friend kim davis Go oppress some nuns and drive your little Fiat. We look for reasons to stop listening, and they're not hard to find. This has become a pattern for us. It's easy to learn about the foibles of Gandhi and Mother Teresa, and Abraham Lincoln. Let it be known that you admire someone, and people will come out of the woodwork to let you know why your admiration is misplaced. All your potential heroes have flaws. We inhabit a world in which no one deserves authority. Think about it. Is there anyone, anyone, who routinely speaks to you with real authority. Is there anyone on whom you bestow the mantle of authority? I see some spouses exchanging glances at this point. (laughs) Is there someone who can say the hard thing to you because you need to hear it? Can they call on you to make a sacrifice? Can they call on you to change your mind? OK, maybe, maybe Malala Yousafzai. She seems pretty awesome. But even Malala has her critics. I looked it up. <laughs> I knew there had to be something. In the West, we want to see Malala as a plucky girl who values her education. But that story serves our interests. If we're talking about Malala, then we're not talking about those who have been killed by US drone strikes in Pakistan. So there are people in that country who see Malala as a tool of the West. We inhabit a world in which no one deserves authority. Even if 90% of scientists agree on something, we will doubt their authority. We will use the background noise of doubt to disregard scientific consensus. We ignore the science. We do it on the left and we do it on the right. In a world without authority, all that remains is an exercise of power. When we stop listening to one another, we start shooting at one another. For the sake of peace, we need to reestablish some lines of authority. We need to find ways of hearing the legitimacy of those who disagree with us. We need to hear the legitimacy of those who have done the research. We need to hear from those who can speak from their experience. I don't think the restoration of authority will start with Matt Damon or Pope Francis or anyone like that. I think the first step is for us to see the authority in one another. What sort of authority are we willing to give one another? Do we allow each other to say the hard thing? Can we call on each other to sacrifice? Can we call on each other to change our minds? How flawed can we be and still speak with authority? Jesus was recognized as someone who spoke with authority What do you think that means? What does it mean to speak with authority? Is it a measure of knowledge? Of perfection? Of love? How do we recognize authority? Can we see authority in one another?